Hello everybody and welcome to the fifth episode of SOS On Air, brought to you by Some Other Solutions. I'm your host, James Rouse. Thank you for being with me today. Um, it's been a little bit of a crazy week here in Fort McMurray, Canada. Um, if anyone here is listening from outside of Fort McMurray, we're a sub-Arctic city, an oil town, kind of a boom town. Uh, you know, smaller population, 100,000 or so. Um, uh, this past week has been hard for a lot of people here. We had major flooding from the ice melting in the river and uh, it left 1,300 buildings damaged, including a lot of homes, um, a lot of businesses, a lot of some businesses that are already struggling um, with COVID and those things going on. Um, so yeah, it's been a bit of a crazy tough week here. And uh, it's, it was a little hard to come up with a podcast guest. So I think uh, today we're just going to stick with a, a short but hopeful, inspiring story that I think for a lot of people is good to hear in these times. Uh, for more context, Fort McMurray in 2016, right before I came here myself, actually, there was a devastating wildfire uh, that left over 2,000 homes burned down and the entire city had to evacuate. So there's been a lot of trauma here and a lot of struggles and some of these places that recently were affected also lost their homes to the wildfire. So our hearts go out to everyone out there. Uh, SOS is here to help you. And if you ever need to reach out, you can find us at our 24-7 crisis hotline. Uh, the number is 780-743-HELP. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Here is episode number five, Hope. If you've ever been to Middleton, Ireland, which I'm sure most of us haven't been, it's a small village and in 2016 only registered a population of just over 12,000 people. It's a tiny place, so what makes it special? Well, if you are in the middle of Middleton, you will see a statue, a big metal silver statue of feathers. And a lot of people would look at it and look, oh, this looks kind of like Aboriginal art. What is this doing in Ireland? And that is an amazing story that goes back over 170 years ago. So this big statue means a lot to the people of Ireland. And it also means a lot to the Choctaw Nation in America. The Choctaw Nation is an Aboriginal group that originated from southeastern United States. So kind of around the the Alabama, Louisiana area. Fortunately, a lot do not live in that area anymore because uh, the Choctaw Nation endured what is known in history as the Trail of Tears. 
So I'm not going to get into a big history lesson here. Um, but the Trail of Tears was a, a pretty awful moment in history when a lot of the Native American people were forced to leave their homes and travel uh, west of the Mississippi River and find new home. And it obviously wasn't a very easy journey. And tens of thousands of people were thought to have died from disease and famine and other things on this journey including the Choctaw Nation, which was one of the hardest hit. Um, they estimate to lose around 4,500 to 6,000 people. So besides the terrible death toll, they also lost their homeland. Uh, they were forced into this new place without choice. And uh, it's pretty easy to see why it's called the Trail of Tears. So what does this have to do with Ireland. So going back into Middleton and revisiting this uh, feather statue in their town, if you look closely at it, I know we're on audio so you, you can't quite see it, but if you Google search kindred spirits statue, you'll see it. The feathers are all bent inwards to the middle, kind of making like a bowl shape. And the reason for this is to represent food. So there's something that in this time period, the Irish people and the Choctaw people had in common, and that was suffering and famine and death and things that are terrible but somehow unite people together. So fast forward past the Trail of Tears, 16 years later, all the way across the world, the Irish people were dealing with a massive food shortage, which devastated their country. And this was not a secret, uh, especially since America had so many Irish settlers that came over. It was pretty big news, and everyone knew about it, including the Choctaw Nation. So in 1847, when the Choctaw Nation heard about this this thing happening in Ireland with such devastation and, and pain. Historian Judy Allen says uh, it really well. She says, When the Choctaw heard the news, even though it had only been 16 years since their own trail of tears involving dire impoverishment and starvation, many of our people died along the trail of tears. Our Choctaw people felt such tremendous empathy. They, they felt so much empathy that they just couldn't sit by uh, knowing something so terrible was happening. And uh, as another person said it, the only thing binding these two people together at the time was a shared experience of suffering. And what the Choctaw people did next was pretty amazing. So you have this group that have been put through some of the worst conditions in history and of course they're not rich they are at the bottom of this new society in the 1800s but they got together their leaders in 1847 and they said we want to do something for these irish people so they asked their people give what you can and we will give it to the irish so this small group of people 
raised uh, $170, which doesn't sound like a lot. Um, but if you adjust it to modern times, it is about $5,000 worth. And if you think about that these were some of the most impoverished people in America giving this money to the Irish, it makes it so much more amazing and so much more generous. Once again, you had a people thousands of kilometers away uh, before the age of internet and before the age of telephones or any sort of communication. All these people had to hear was that other humans somewhere in the world are going through something they can relate to. And in their hearts, they found the will to somehow, through all their pain and suffering, show compassion and humanity. And the Irish have not forgotten this kind act that happened all the way back into 1847. So fast forward a bit uh, into the 90s. You had these major charities in Ireland do uh, the, a 600-mile walk to represent the Trail of Tears and raise a lot of money um, for good causes. It's been a constant source of inspiration there. And uh, the effects of that kind act are still shown today, especially now. So now in 2020, we have another crisis. And this time it's affecting Americans more than the Irish. And a lot of the people right now suffering also are um, First Nations people in America, uh, particularly the Navajo Nation has seen a lot of hurt and uh, suffering right now. So Ireland in 2020 decides to pay it forward. Because of the history with the Choctaw Nation, uh, GoFundMe in Ireland raised $1.5 million that was sent directly to the Navajo Nation, which did not expect that sudden boost in their uh, charity money or relief money. It was a complete surprise and it just boosted uh, all their expectations and budgets for right now. Uh, one comment on the the uh, GoFundMe page is from someone named Pat Hayes. He said, from Ireland, 170 years later, the favor is returned to our Native American brothers and sisters in your moment of hardship. Vanessa Tully is one of the campaign organizers for the Navajo Nation Relief. And she said, the heartache is real. We have lost so many of our sacred Navajo leaders and youth to COVID-19. It is truly devastating in a dark time in our history. In moments like these, we are so grateful for the love and support we have received from all around the world. Acts of kindness from indigenous ancestors past being reciprocated nearly 200 years later. Thank you, Ireland, for showing solidarity and being here for us. So now 
If you ever head to Middleton, Ireland, go take a look at the statue in the center and realize one small act of only giving $170 to someone in need has impacted people for over 200 years and changed and helped the lives of so many more than even they could have imagined at that time. And remember that sometimes these tough moments that we go through is what really connects and brings us together. Thank you again for listening to episode 5 of the podcast. I am your host, James Rouse.